Welcome to Making Bank, the show for Bankless DAO by Bankless DAO, where each week we highlight a project and a personality from inside the Bankless DAO. We want to showcase the work that we do and the people who do it. This is our story as we journey to become more bankless. If you want to learn more about what it is that we do, then just keep listening. We hope you enjoy today's episode of Making Bank. Hi, I'm Drost, and welcome to another episode of Making Bank. Today's guest is Jake and Stake. He's a member of Bankless DAO and a writer on the newsletter team. He's also the lead and a contributor to State of the DAOs. And he, I believe, is also a part of the core team spinning up yet another newsletter entitled DeFi Download or The DeFi Download. Hey, Jake and Stake, welcome to Making Bank. Thanks, Trust. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you and I have been here since 2021. I think you had mentioned you first really became active in October of 21, but you had joined a couple months earlier. And so maybe just give me a little, give us a little background, a little insight onto, into what brought you here and, and what attracted you to what you're doing uh, or where you first started in the Dow and how that's evolved to where you're at today. Yeah, I think like a lot of people, I laid the foundation for my crypto education through Bankless HQ. I started to get curious about crypto through Ethereum. Um, I thought that you know the Ethereum platform is really expressive in a way that you know, Bitcoin is not. And that kind of led me down the rabbit hole of exploring crypto and Web3. Back in October, I saw that there was a lot of activity going on in Bankless DAO, and I thought there could be some interesting opportunities there when it came to organizing people and slaying Moloch and gravitated towards this community of people that had like-minded uh, interests and values. A slaying Moloch comes up a bit, and I, when I first heard that, I had to look it up. And so maybe we should unpack Moloch a little bit. What does Moloch mean? Yeah, so I'm not an expert on this, but Moloch is the god of coordination failures. So when people can't work together um, or they when they can't coordinate together, it leads to worse outcomes for everyone. So you can think of it as like a prisoner's dilemma extrapolated towards an, an entire society. I hadn't heard it expressed that way before. The more we deal with humans and the more we test these systems, it seems like uh, coordination failure is the human condition. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm not quite sure how we're going to slay that, quite frankly. Yeah, well, you know, the cool thing about crypto is that we have this you know, platform to create incentives and we can design these incentives in whatever way we want. So I think one of the classic examples of slaying Moloch is public goods funding, right? Where you can get paid to be uh, a little bit speculative. And those payments also go towards funding these things that would not be funded without these new crypto economic systems that we basically have spun up for everyone to use. Yeah, that's something that's that that conversation has gained a lot of traction lately. I know that Kevin Owaki with Greenpilled and, and all the work that he's doing with Gitcoin has really uh, been promoting that that story and then optimism with their recent plans for an airdrop and their concept of public goods and retroactive public good funding. I think this conversation is really growing and expanding and the possibilities are, are pretty fascinating there. I just really started hearing this whole idea of regenerative economics. Is that something that was on your radar before or is this, this something new that, that has something perked up your ears and your 
Yeah, it's, it's pretty new. You know, my original intention when joining the DAO, I think, was basically like I was thinking about crypto a lot and I wanted to write and have a community to bounce ideas off of. And I dug around through different guilds and I found that the Writers Guild was doing a lot of what I was interested in. And it was pretty easy to get plugged in. I credit Frank America and Sid and Nonsense and Apollo for bringing me in and Tomahawk. Yeah, so my first ever Bankless DAO meeting was in the was a newsletter team sync. It was easy to get plugged in. And that was when they were just spinning up State of the DAOs. Well, that sounds like a good segue into State of the DAOs since you are now the lead on that project. Yeah. Would you like to jump into that? Yeah, I think it was Siddhartha and Frog Monkey's brainchild. So they spun up this newsletter where there's so much going on in the DAO ecosystem that people don't have time to read it all. So what can you do? Well, we'll have an editorial, right? So that's like highlighting bankless DAOs, contributors, thoughts. And then we have um, these eight to 10 summaries that kind of get you up to speed on the latest things that happened in the DAO ecosystem over the past two weeks. And then we've added a few things here and there. We have events, we have a job board, we have a DAO spotlight where we can explore interesting projects in the space. We've done like a bunch of highlights of like Lobby 3 DAO, Krause House, Olympus, and all that. So that's how State of the DAOs came about. And I started as a contributor writing summaries and writing articles and yeah, just stepped up to be the lead on that. I think, you know, Sid is a great leader where he, he knows when to trust and when to trust the team he's working with. And he's a very clear thinker and very supportive. I think he, he actually ended up becoming the guild coordinator this season. Yeah, yeah, he's been around a bit. And I am just looking at the substack here. If you just go to banklessdao.substack.com, uh, it's got the weekly roll-up, state of the DAOs, decentralized law, decentralized arts, and of course, the archive. But I'm just looking through some of the articles in state of the DAOs. Um, uh, updating the DAO operating system having the hard conversation, building better compensation frameworks, funding the future through scholarship DAOs. There's just a ton of stuff here that harnessing the hive mind. And then I, there's one that I love, and I know who wrote this, even though the byline isn't on the summary page, a love letter to DAOs. And that was Hero. Hero Canelli wrote that. And that is absolutely a fantastic piece. And so, yeah, the material you guys are putting out, the entire Writers Guild, but between all these newsletters, it's just fantastic. As far as getting involved in the Writers Guild, you do have a funnel process where you have opportunities to submit writing and work. I think the initial thing is to get a piece that you need to edit to show that you can clean up a document and then you get progressively uh, more involved that way. And, and as you demonstrate capability and initiative and things you want to work on, those opportunities become available. Is that a, is that an accurate characterization? Yeah, I think the, the scribe kind of delineation, we have, you have pupil, scribbler, scribe. Actually, I think we should have scribbler at the top, but that's just my opinion. I, I think, you know, you know, that came about because we wanted people to you know, do great work and we wanted to figure out who could use some upscaling and who didn't. 
But the way that it works now is that basically whenever you come, we'll upskill you no matter who you are. And this scribe scribbler delineation is basically just a voting mechanic, right? So we want people who are invested in the guilds to be able to make decisions about the guild and not create a bunch of different profiles and basically perform a simple attack on our voting system. Okay, great. I wanted to also refer to a piece that you just wrote. I don't know that it's in any of the published newsletters yet, but it talks about intellectual property in this space. Uh, is that, and that's a very fresh uh, piece that you just were working on. Is that, would you be interested in speaking uh, to that or is it not uh, fully sure. out yet? Yeah. So I should say that I'm the governance coordinator for the writer's guild. Well, let's say I, I coordinate uh, the coordination. I'm the coordination coordinator. So if people <laughs> want to make a <laughs> make a change to the writers guild, they will uh, come to the governance meeting and you know submit a proposal uh, after we talk through the problem. Or if you have a proposal, come and you know propose it, and we'll talk through it in the meeting, and we'll implement that change. So the, you know, IP has been something that has been very topical within the Writers Guild over the past season. I think that the uh, a lot of people are confused when they come in the Writers Guild, like, what do I do with my work? What rights do I have to my work? And actually, Lynx put together this, this proposal to solidify our IP policy. And I don't know if you've gotten a chance to read it, but it's definitely a a more liberal stance on what you can do with your own work. No, I have not seen that. Is that in forum or is that in in the channels in, in the Writers Guild? Yeah, so uh, it's in the channels in the Writers Guild. We are actually experimenting with a platform called Commonwealth to run all of our uh, Writers Guild governance proceedings and discussions. You know, have a... Have a oh, more. yeah, I'm seeing that. The author is Lynx, yeah. and then the squad is True Cat, you, Hero Canelli. HyperZen, Rachel Siddhartha, and Tomahawk. And again, the purpose of that document is to clarify the intellectual property policy for the Bankless DAO Writers Guild. And I think this is a really important topic, and we're facing that subject in other areas as well, whether it's artists and illustrators and, and folks in the design guild, or whether it's people creating video assets or in AV or what we're doing right now. My voice, this podcast, the other podcasts we're spinning up, who owns all that? So I think this is a really timely and relevant topic. Yeah, for sure. I think the spirit of the policy is that we want to just encourage people to create great work and empower them to do what they want with it. Of course, you know, if you're submitting it through the DAO and going through our editing framework, editing process, then we would like you to recognize that in the piece and link back to a DAO published medium or Substack. Oh. But in general, we're, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. something worth discussing. And and I'd encourage members of the DAO to pop into the channels and take a look at, at some of these things that the Writers Guild is working on. And quite honestly, as we've been developing our policies and how we work together and some of the other projects and guilds, I know I've come to the Writers Guild and I have... I've seen some of the writing you've done and other members of the teams have as well and have borrowed, if you will, some of the excellent work you've done because it really synthesizes and distills down uh, a lot of the common things that, that we're addressing. And so you may need to adapt it for your particular use case, but I think a lot of the thought that the Writers Guild has put into these things, it really is a distilled view of a lot of different uh, people's viewpoints that can be useful in, in architecting 
in other areas, don't you think? Yeah. That's a loaded yeah. question since you guys wrote it. But <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, the stuff we do is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, dress like <laughs> great artists steal, right? Yeah. So steal like an artist, as yeah, they say. Good artist copy, <laughs> great artist steal. Something like that. Something like that. And so that's obviously tongue in cheek. But yeah, it's knowing how people feel about their content. And then, of course, the Bankless DAO is funding a lot of this stuff. So where we generate revenue from it, we need to uh, make sure that we've got mechanisms in place that it feeds back some of that to the DAO since they're funding the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, I did want to talk about a few things, and maybe this will go into the DeFi download, but um, one is like kind of sustainability within the DAO, and the other one is contributor retention. I don't know if this is like a great platform to kind of talk about that, but actually... Yeah, like, no, I think those are important issues. Um, yeah, so contributor retention, and I'm sorry, what was the first one? It was uh, compensation. Yeah, those two go hand in hand. Yeah, let's, uh, please... I guess like with respect to contributor uh, retention, I think that a lot of it comes down to giving people responsibility and allowing them to create their own roles within the DAO. I found that when I was putting together the DeFi download, like there's all this information. I have like some ideas of what this could look like, but really I need a team of people to help bring this to life. And the way that it really came together was that we looked at the research guild and said, hey, you guys are doing some great work regarding researching stable coins. And we want to put that on display and show everyone the great work that you're doing. And that means like, hey, like you are responsible for this piece, you're responsible for this piece and being really encouraging about how they can participate and help grow the project as a whole. So yeah, I think when, when contributors come in, they don't really know necessarily how they can get involved or what to do. And I think people that are already in projects, they don't know who's going to stick around or what like their skills are. But in general, you know, as time goes on, I think that the DAO will actually just be stronger if we can give each other, we can trust each other to take responsibility for things and work. Does that make sense? Yeah, agreed. Agreed, yeah, that is a challenge. I think sometimes people may feel that if they take on something that's quote a role that has quote responsibility that it becomes an all-consuming thing and that you can't count on other people or you can't call on other people to work with you on it or to maybe share a, a set of tasks and things like that Just so like, on the compensation yeah on the compensation side of things did you want to yeah what i've been thinking about recently and people who have talked to me over the last week probably know about this but is that we could we should try to make people's compensation closely as closely aligned to what they bring in as as possible right and i think what that could look like is a set of smart contracts where basically revenue that comes in is distributed to the people that brought in the revenue and then a portion of it goes to the contract treasury and a portion of it goes to the dow treasury and you can mix and match like how much goes where but i think that a lot of these projects they could really benefit from seeing from contributors seeing where the money comes in and how much they actually receive from it right so like if i bring in a sponsorship for the newsletter team depending on like how much value of that sponsorship is i get like one over x of whatever or x over uh one no one over x one over x of one over x and x, x being the number of people or the number of entities on the team or whatever well yeah it would be like i guess x over y right but uh, 
in general, I get some percentage of whatever gets brought in. And then whoever else also created value would get some percentage of what's brought in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about doing that kind of thing with our, with these podcasts too. It's like every episode has a different set of people that have worked on it and the Dow funds us. So how do we reflect that? If for example, the show becomes really popular, we end up getting good sponsorships, advertising revenue, and it becomes this thing. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people see the Dow as like a large, basically umbrella uh, organization that funds a lot of different projects and creating a compensation model for each of these projects is, is pretty difficult. I would say, I think like the Dow could provide bank equity in the Dow for work being done, but also have a set of contracts where each contributor, you know, they don't necessarily get paid from the DAO, they get to use the DAO's brand and then create their own opportunities, right? So for instance, you can imagine a world where each project has its own contract and then the participants in the contract, they get to say like, we have points, say, okay, these points are claims on the contract treasury and we'll distribute revenue in the contract every like however many blocks, right? And these points will degrade over time so that Contributors are compelled to continue to bring revenue into the contract. And the people that already hold points, they can vote on who gets how many points so that you can take care of the things that add value that aren't necessarily monetary, right? So like you as a host or an editor, you might not bring in the money. Someone else might be making the sponsorship deals, but you provide just as much value, right? So then you could say like, oh, well, you know, even though you're bringing in the sponsorship deals, like we're creating the content, so maybe we should have a two-two-one split, or maybe like a three-two-one split, or you know, you can just do it all even, right? One-one-one. And the idea there is that everyone can figure out how much they're getting compensated. It's all very clear, and the amount of that you're actually compensated is directly tied to how much value you bring to the project. I think that's pretty interesting model and we've been trying to think through how what the best way to do this is do you issue an nft per episode do you have a smart contract or per issue do you uh, have a smart contract that is for the the product itself regardless of how many issues or episodes you put out and then like you said you're basically refilling that smart contract with the points for the people that are contributing over time and so that's a fascinating idea and i hadn't even thought of it that way yeah, Frog Monkey. I was at Permissionless, and Frog Monkey said something that really resonated with me because I was thinking about this beforehand. But he said that a lot of these, the value of DAOs, what makes DAOs different is that we relegate all these you know, agreements to social to code on the blockchain. What makes DAOs different is that code automates a lot of these agreements that we make, in-person agreements, handshake deals, law, and I think like. A lot of DAOs will actually be just projects, just groups of people that have on-chain, clear on-chain payments and ownership over the project. Uh, I'm not sure if I said that succinctly, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. Because to be perfectly honest, a lot of it's manual right now. We are 
we're sitting here with spreadsheets and trying to figure out how to allocate, assign tasks, assign appropriate bounties to things, make sure people get paid for the work they've done. It's funny because the, the work we're doing is researching all these automated things, but yet our processes are not automated. And so I think that it's, again, that building the plane while you're trying to fly it. But we need to build all those things, right? And so I forget who was saying this. Um, I'm talking about trying to move everything to Web3. Well, Web2 Web is pretty effective in distribution. And Web3 is going to be about how do we do ownership? How do we allocate that uh, with the new content and the new paradigms that are being built? I think we're, but what we're doing is trying to build this stuff on this ownership chain, if you will, uh, set of chains. Yeah, absolutely. So, are you baking that kind of thing into the DeFi download or is that, or is this something that is really more for the future that you're still tinkering with in the background? More so just tinkering with in the, in the background. Um, you know, I am working on it at the same time. Like I encourage anyone to create it as well, but yeah, I'm working on this in the background. So, uh, DeFi download. Yeah. We're the issues coming out next week. First inaugural issue. This one is about stable coins, which is very relevant. But you know, we chose stable coins because it was like one of the first DeFi primitives, not because of the whole Terra Luna situation. <laughs> now, this is a newsletter that will also be on the the main Substack. Yeah, it'll be on the main Substack. This is like an explainer, like build you up from scratch kind of article or art kind of a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Well, that sounds like it's a good opportunity for, for people that have been itching to to see what the Writers Guild is doing. And if the topic, it's a lot of topics, man, DeFi download, that's a pretty wide swath uh, that can be addressed in that particular newsletter. Uh, and then one of the things we also would like to do is have conversations about some of these specifics. I'll write about it in the newsletter, come talk about it on the show, and give yeah. people an opportunity to unpack some of that stuff. The material coming out of the Writers Guild and the various newsletters you produce is really outstanding. And it's not just the Writers Guild, like Decentralized Law. That is obviously the legal guild that, that really houses that. But it's all born out of the Writers Guild and the incredible talent pool there. We could talk about a lot of things and go on all day about the subjects that the Writers Guild is tackling and what you're going to be addressing in upcoming newsletters. Maybe a good it would be a good opportunity to talk about what the best way is to get plugged in or if you would like uh, people to be able to reach you on socials or within Discord. Sure, yeah. My social is Jake and Steak. So your Twitter is at Jake and Steak. Just like that. And we'll put it in the show notes. And then, of course, the Bankless DAO Substack. And as far as reaching out and in Discord and the Writers Guild, is that is there a particular path that is the best way for people to to get plugged in there? Yeah, so if you want to get involved, I think first thing is contact our beautiful talent coordinator, Hiro Canelli, talent scout. He, he does a great job plugging people in. You can work on various projects. You can submit a, an article to the EPA if you have something written up, and we'll publish it through our platform. Um, and the EPA is the editing and publishing arm, right? That is correct, sir. Yes, should have mentioned that. If you want to get plugged in with the newsletter team, we have the newsletter general channel that you can raise your hand in and ask for work directly. So if you want to be a part of the newsletter team, come to the newsletter team sync, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Thursdays. That same day, 2 p.m., we'll have the EPA sync. So 
that is the EPA meeting is at 2 p.m. Pacific time. All in writer's voice. Yeah, drop by, come say hi. Whether someone's interested in getting plugged into the Writers Guild or not, make sure you check out the Substack. Check out some of these articles that are being written. There's a lot of great content there. And they're widely read, actually. I wanted to just touch on that pretty quickly. Your open rate is really high. And you've got... what? Is it okay if you share a few stats on where you're at with the main newsletters? I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats now. We're right around 10,000 total views for a newsletter. Wow. So... And that's a weekly newsletter, right? Yeah, so we actually have a few. So the roll-up comes out every Friday. That's weekly. State of the DAOs comes out every two weeks. Same as Decentralized Arts. Decentralized Law comes out once a month. And so will the DeFi download. But schedules may change. We'll see if we can put out more for everyone. Sure. That's a a lot of content. The Writers Guild needs you is what Jake is saying. Isn't that right? (laughs) <laughs> yes absolutely yeah come come write for us come be a part of the fam we'll bring you in if you have something that you want to write we'll help workshop it with you or you know if you can do it on your own power to you absolutely fantastic that sounds like an open invitation if i've ever heard one so thanks again jake and steak and as always we'll see you around the dow and that's a wrap thank you trust <laughs>